In Gotham City, mentally troubled comedian Arthur Fleck is disregarded and mistreated by society. He then embarks on a downward spiral of, of revolution and bloody crime. This path brings him face-to-face with his alter ego, the Joker. Today we're reviewing Joker, and we got a special guest, Jimmy. Let's get into it. Dude, you should review movies. Oh my god, yes. Okay, I've okay. got a couple, so... Time for a movie review. Alright, welcome back to Six Pack Cinema. It's been a little bit, been a bit, quite a bit, a bit of a minute. So, um, for, for those who uh, are, are new and just are researching podcasts, uh, here we give a, a rough take of, of our what we think is critical score and also a five point entertainment score independent of each other. One's how the movie was was created, written, acted, uh, technical stuff, and then the entertainment score is how you felt about it, your your gut reaction, one to five. That's how we do things here. Uh, as usual, Dave is with me over here. Say hey, Dave. Hey, hey. And uh, welcome back, Jimmy. You, uh, the original host, he's coming back for a little yep. cameo. Thank you. Baseball season's winding down, so maybe I can go see movies. But as we found out, seeing a movie once a week is a chore. It's crazy. It's exhausting. It's easy if you live in a city and you have a list. I will be living in the city it's, soon, it's so ho- maybe that will change. I'll have to ask your good, your good cinema hookups, Dave. Ooh, actually, yeah. Based on where you said you're going to be living, you might be close to the best theater in the city. Cool. Which is an AMC. It's an AMC. So you could get the A. Yeah. Nice. So you could get the A list. I'll tell you this right up front. I I was like, there's no baseball today, so I took the day off to myself, and I said, I'll go see Joker. I've been wanting to see it. If you listen to this way back when I was on it, when like the still images came out, I was like, oh, I'm excited for that one. I love origin stories, so I thought it was gonna be a nice, quiet, cozy time at the theater alone, and I went there, and there's fucking kids everywhere. And I was like, why are there kids oh, everywhere? No. I asked the person when I was buying the ticket. I said, I said, what day Columbus of the week day. is it? She said, Monday. And I said, <laughs> why are there kids everywhere? And she was like, oh, it's a holiday. And I was like, damn. When you don't leave your house, you really miss out on stuff. But, uh, <laughs> I also didn't realize Columbus Day was like still a holiday. Oh, yeah. I haven't had off for Columbus Day since elementary school. Well, because you're, you know, an adult now. It's, it's, it's big for the schools. I mean, Columbus Day, MLK, President's Day. Columbus Day used holidays. to be, it used to not be a, uh, a Monday holiday. It used to be where whenever Columbus Day was, you would get that off. Say it was a Tuesday or a Thursday. And then they found out Columbus was kind of a jerk, killed a lot of people. So they were like, let's move this to one of those just Monday ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, if you're a kid, that's still an awesome three-day weekend. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, Aren't they still changing it to Indigenous People Day? There's like a movement to do that, which, yeah. knowing yeah. what we know, you not- probably should. I don't know. I'm, I'm when I th- when I think Columbus Day, I don't think about Christopher Columbus. I think of a day off. I think my dad's matter. my dad's birthday. So there you go. Hey, happy birthday! I hadn't been you. to a theater in a long time, and I forgot that I kind of get tired when I'm in the theater in the middle of the day. But did you mm-hmm. fall asleep? No, I ordered a Coke, a small Coke. I don't like soda, but I was like, I just need to stay awake, so I got a Coke, and they were like. Let me hook you up. And they gave me one of those fucking like, <laughs> giant buckets. And I was giant, like, now like, I'm going to have to pee 
after the after the first act, <laughs> and I'm gonna be sick afterwards. Like this sucks. I'm gonna drink all this because I have no self control. Like, you just doomed me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, well, let, let's get into our snap impressions. Sheehan, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about my theater experience afterwards. Snap impression, I loved it. It, was a, um, it wasn't your typical superhero movie, but we knew that going into it. But it was also just like a really good movie about mental health and how badly something can go like, wrong quickly when they're not supervised. All right, and I just – it's – I love every minute of it. Every minute of it. Sweet. What scores are you giving it? Um, popcorn's gonna be five. Easy five. Um, and critical, I'm do- I'm going uh, ninety. Oh wow! Really loved it. Yeah, I really did. All right, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I, uh, I thought it was gonna be m- more. This is kind of odd for me because I like origin stories because I don't really like superhero stories. I thought there was gonna be more of like a superhero vibe. This wasn't this. This felt like he didn't even need to be the Joker, and the only thing about him being the Joker that sucked for me is I feel like I missed a ton of Easter eggs that kind of didn't even add to the story because I don't know comic books. If this was just a one-off of a mentally ill guy, I think it still works as a movie. So I didn't think there was enough that was like, this is a Joker movie. It just felt like a mentally... I'll, I'll say uh, Todd Phillips said he did write it just like as a story and then made it the Joker so he could get funding to make yeah, it. Yeah, so that's kind of my one – that's exactly what it seemed like, which I, which was kind of like – I was like – I don't know if it's a negative, but it was definitely – I was thinking about that as it happened, not in a positive way, not in a big negative way. Like this isn't a Joker movie. This mm. is just a, a movie about a mentally – It's a character yeah. study, yeah. Um, that's, what, that's why I liked it. That was a positive for me. I just wish I knew that going in. And then – um, I have some – I felt claustrophobic while watching it. Like, I felt, like, very un, un- nervous, but I, I, like, am anxious all the time anyway. So I can get it at the end of the show. It, the tone of it was really good. I liked it. Um, I didn't love it. I thought I was going to love it. I'm going 85 critical and a four, four stars for popcorns. So okay. – I'm so happy you're back on brand. because once again, our scores are pretty close. I, and I also, I really liked it, but I didn't love it. I thought it's a very good movie with an outstanding performance by Joaquin. Yeah. Like the movie itself wasn't outstanding though. And disagree for a lot of what you said, I, I thought it didn't need to be a Joker movie. And I know I read the articles and that's, it is one just so they could get funding for it. But I would have rather they just made their own movie that was like a spiritual successor to King of Comedy or Taxi Driver, which he said is his biggest influences on this. And it feels very apparent throughout the whole movie. I'm giving it an 82% and a 3.5 popcorn. Wow. Lower. Yikes. I I feel like you're a little harsh on that one. (laughs) Well, my popcorn is just because it's – you so you told us that you saw this movie back to back twice, and yeah, I the, the I like enjoyed that. the movie, but I would not want to go back into it again when I walked out. I was very melancholy, like very fucked up from the movie. It brings you down. I, I did not want yeah. to like it wasn't an enjoyable experience per se. Well, like, a little background on that. The reason why I was I I flew into Virginia and I I wildly messed up my times, so I was 
had to kill 13 hours without a ride or hotel room. So I was homeless, basically, for the full day. And I went there. I watched the movie as soon as it opened. And then it was delayed, so they, they gave us all a free voucher. And I was like, all right, well, I'll go watch the movie again. And I had seen everything else in there um, worthwhile. I mean, I wasn't going to watch a cartoon or anything. And hindsight, I should have – the reason why I went was to go take a nap in, in one of those comfy seats. Hindsight, I should have gone and see It too because it would have given me three hours of a nap. Um, and it was more boring. This one, I just kind of went back. I was like, oh, because there was a couple scenes I wanted to rewatch, like the subway scene, because uh, I wanted to see how that one panned out since I knew what was going to happen. And uh, I couldn't fall asleep because I was so into it. I, I, I nodded off like for a half hour. That's uh, it. I am. Uh, it got me. I am. My eyes have been opened by Dave. If this was Taxi 2, mm-hmm. it makes so much more sense. Yeah, well, uh, he says like he took a ton of inspiration from Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, and at one point Scorsese was attached to direct. So I don't know a lot about the comic, the comic book background of Joker and all that shit. I have a ton of questions for you guys. I do know because okay. I watched Christopher Nolan. I've only seen Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy. I've never <laughs> okay. seen any other Joker watch. performances. I didn't see Suicide Squad. Like the, Heath Ledger's Joker is the only Joker I've ever known. It's the top and, the, and it's, that it's a very good one, but I'll say standard. it's also not similar to the comics. Okay, so like, what is the comic book Joker? Because Heath Ledger's Joker is really smart, really uh, focused, and really planned. And this Joker is a sad sack with zero planning and kind of like not like maniacal. I know he kind of turned that way at the end, but it just seemed like this origin story didn't match up with Heath Ledger's Joker. What you had seen. Yes. So in the comics, he's, he's given like tons of different origins and like he always just changes it up. So you don't know what's real or not. And We'll talk about that in this movie, too, because they do hint that everything you've seen, like, might not be true near the end, Mm -hmm. which I liked. Um, But for the comic book Joker, he's kind of a middle ground between this and what Heath Ledger's is. He's a smart guy, but he's clearly insane and, like, similar to what this Joker was at the end where he just kind of co-opted what other people believed to drive on his own point. He does that in the comics. He'll just cause chaos and then whatever the reaction is. He uses it to further additional goals with no like clear agenda. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the brother stuff. That's the whole talking point. I feel like we have to get into. The yeah, brother stuff. Bruce Wayne's brother. Him. Oh, yeah. That's that's a weird thing. Um, it all depends if you believe the mother or not. Whether that storyline is true. If, if I mean, well, I mean, they're... why would they show the picture of him saying you have a wonderful smile at the end? Though that could have been written by her. No way. That would. It, it very, yeah, it very much could have. Because if when you look at her, uh, like medical file for a brief second, there's like psychosis is in there, lobotomies in there. Like, oh, I'm she, fully she's on board be... that he is the father, and he fucked her life up to to cover it up. But you just you don't, don't know. know. Like she is also I mean, like the, the... certifiably insane. Also. The the right the writing in the back of the uh the pit picture I think matches up with the letter too. The handwriting. Mm, yeah, okay. I don't know. That was 
So that's that's part of it. That's kind of the cool part of this because you don't really know what's real and what's not. It's it's in, it could be a crazy person, mother. It could have been uh, Bruce, or, yeah, Thomas Wayne covering things up. Because I mean, he's got enough pull to to throw her in in the asylum and, and duck and like forge all his documents about adoption or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's totally plausible. It's all about interpretation and like you're just left in this world of like you don't know anything. You don't know what's true. Which is kind of like relation to the world today, like with the fake news. You don't really know what's actually real, what's mm-hmm. actually fake, you know? So it's pick whatever you want to believe. Yeah, I, I I still think, well, I guess, I don't know. I still think that they... Which I don't think is like a wrong way to take it. That's just your yeah, I think that interpretation and that, of and it. And I don't like it. It's like a choose your so own I adventure. Guess, I guess I don't think anyone don't likes like it. it. <laughs> I would guess not a lot of people like that if they said Joker and Batman are stepbrothers like that. I'd be like, go fuck yourselves. So I don't <laughs> even like that. It was like part of the plot, really, because now there's this yeah. uh, haziness around it where who knows and people can debate about it. And it shouldn't even be uh, an option of a debate because it's dumb. It's a dumb storyline. Mm. But no, again, that goes back to similar to the comics where Joker has been given a million and a half different origins that he always just makes up and you don't know what's true, this kind of ties into that where he doesn't even know what his origin is, so he just makes stuff up, or he doesn't know what's true. I like that. Yeah, that he doesn't know. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's also the thing that I, I knew you would... Did you pick up on it the, at the end? The, uh, he was in like the, the white suit and everything. He was in the, the St. Asylum. And uh, earlier on, they had a little flash of him smashing his head against the wall. Shit. Well, yeah, they, they had, had said he had already been in Arkham earlier in life. Yeah, but that also threw into question, like, did he imagine this whole thing in his head? So I don't think so, but to lend credence to that, the clock at the end when he's in the insane asylum and the clock when he is visiting his psychiatrist in the beginning of the movie and the clock when he is, there's that brief flash where he's banging his head, all show the exact same time, and they're all in the exact Ugh. same position in frame. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know what that's weird. That. I, I would hate that if that were the case. I don't think it is, but I think it's just another, like another wrench to throw to like into what people think. Being like, do you did this really happen, or okay. did the Joker so make up the like, story? So if we can like take up like theories, like let's say, um, him being uh, the, the step. The, the stepson of Thomas Wayne. Let's pr- pretend that that wasn't true and his mother was crazy. Let's pretend that it was definitely real and not fake. Let's just go down that tunnel line. I love that story. So I do I, I do think that, that is, is true. Well, at least the the, the movie actually happened. I, mm-hmm. I don't know his origin. I, I, don't, I haven't really settled on anything yet. But I do think the movie actually happened because the few times things didn't happen, the movie went back to show you that it actually didn't happen. Yeah, Like his first hallucination of being on the show and when it goes back and shows you that Zazie Beetz' character wasn't there the whole time. Mm-hmm. So if it didn't happen, and I think they would have been more overt about uh, it. And even the gun, the guns thing that turned out, he imagined the, his friend giving him the gun. No, that was real. The guy was setting him up. No, no, no. Trust me, this is a benefit of going to watch it again. In that the time where he's having a conversation and he's like giving it to him, and it's like he was acting extraordinarily weird and friendly and like buddy buddy. Every time that he's like imagining things, going back to like the the Zazi, whatever her name is, like everyone's like acting very nice around him. It was clearly that was one of his hallucinations. 
Because remember, the phone call says, like, yeah, he, he said that you tried to buy a 38 off him last week. It was, it was weird. So I think I think that. Oh, would, I assume because the guy was like clearly a scumbag. He like the gun had been used in another crime, and he was just giving it to this mentally, like insane person as like this kid, guy will get blamed the, for it. The more and more we find things that we don't know if they really happened or not, the more I'm lowering my score. This sucks. Oh really? I, oh, I the only thing I don't think we know what happened is his background. I, I agree Everything with you. Else. John's trying to tell me like nothing that really happened didn't. Well, this John. I love John, but he's also the guy that like oh, yeah. his big theory yeah. was describing like the plot of an episode. I am, I am just like throwing it out there that that may or may not be true. John's That's never been the best at piecing together red tape crime scenes, <laughs> or just I looking mean, at a couldn't picture even and figure out murder it. on the Jimmy, Orient you're coming, you're, Jimmy, you're coming on my podcast now and like <laughs> just throwing the slander. Well, you were making Defensive. me, you were I making me hate it. the movie, but I do have to remember that you may not be right. <laughs> I'm definitely. I, I might will not say be I, right. my phone. My phone That's was at like five percent while I was watching this, but I, I did take some notes just in case I forgot. And one of them was like, "No fucking way, this girl likes him." <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Oh yeah. No, so no, no, when no. when that reveal happened, it was more relief than I enjoyed it. I was like, "Thank God," because that didn't make any sense. So yep. it was. So question for you two: This is another thing. Sorry that we don't know. Did he kill her and the kid? No. Because he no, had, I don't he think so. No, he had snapped. He had already killed his mother. She wasn't mean to him. The well, only she people wronged he killed him. in this movie were people that were like outwardly uh, rude to him, mean, mean to him. him. Yeah, she was never mean to him. So I don't think he did. Um, I don't think so either. But just playing devil's advocate, because like he had yeah, imagined it. her being there and like her not knowing him suddenly, he could take that as a slight. Like in his own fucked up mentality, and he, hang yeah. on, and when he walks out of her apartment and he's walking down the hall, it is an exact mirror of the shot at the end where he kills the psychologist and he's walking down the hall with blood on his shoes. Yeah, but he didn't have blood in the shoes. That's what I was gonna say. There was no, there was no evidence of of violence, except for these so. police sirens going by his window right after. Yeah, but that was New York City. There are sirens everywhere all the uh, time. That was actually Gotham. <laughs> Whatever, yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, no, I, I don't think he did either. I think you're right, Jimmy. That he he, like when he let the little person go, he he wasn't mean to people who were mean to him. So I don't think he would have. But can I can I give you one little tidbit that I think What's he that? was gonna love? Mm. Little fun fact. Um, what, remember when he went to the, the comedy club to to uh, research and study the guy yeah, that yeah. was doing stand up? That stand up comedian, I know him. Uh, he actually grew up in the really? same town as I did, Gary Gullman. And what's interesting about that is that he has dealt with severe depression. Most comedians do. Yeah, that's like no, a but he, his, thing. His, his last stand-up, his last stand-up is uh, is called the the severe depression because nice. he's Jewish about it. Well, that's cool. So it, that was a nice little. Just it was it was yeah. a little detail. We should there. talk about that scene though because well, just his whole like all the comedy club scenes. I loved when he was there taking notes on like how to behave. Like a human being, but then every yeah. time he laughed, I don't know if you guys picked it up. He laughs at the like upsetting part of the joke, like the setup, and so no one else is like he laughs on the offbeat. Yeah, yeah. And then well, then he, then he tries to laugh when everyone else laughs because he's picking up social cues. He has that crazy laugh. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think about his Joker laughs in this movie? 
Well, now I mean, if I didn't know the fact that he studied how how like the the people who had the who had that condition actually laugh, I would have thought it was terrible. Oh, but it's I it's love like people it. have this condition. Yeah, it's Do a real card. Yeah, real life. The cards were so cool. When he passed that out, I was like, right, sweet dude. Yeah, I'm gonna make one of those cards. That's a great little. That's a great system. That's like a real thing. Like deaf people hand them out on the trains here in New York. You should like have a card and say like just hand it to people who's like. Don't bother me. I'm yeah. normal, and you're not. That's fucked up. Uh, well, if someone has, you know, you, you live in New York City, people try to yeah. talk to you. I've you gauged you, me. and I don't want to talk with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I I loved it though, especially because, or especially as the movie went on, and he got more comfortable, and you got it the laugh less and less because it was clearly how the actual condition works. It's they can't cry or they can't express sadness. Mm-hmm. When they go to express sadness, is when you laugh. And so, like, him choking on it the entire movie, and then as he started gaining confidence, as he was, like, leaning into his darker side, and, like, then he really created the Joker laugh by the end because he was it was an actual joyous laugh. Yeah, he kind of lost it. Mm. Just a little behind-the-scenes updates. I've been on Zazie Beats' uh, Google image <laughs> oh, God. for the entire time. She's beautiful. Are you going to get us canceled? No, she's really pretty. Yeah, I mean, she's she's great. She's in the Atlanta and uh, so is Deadpool the uh, mm-hmm. the clerk that he stole the file from. He's in Atlanta as well. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's cool. Um, well, I was gonna bring something up. I liked his laugh. I like did John. Did you laugh? I was re- I read some reviews or some thoughts about it, and I was. Uh, and this is where I think I'm too much of a pussy as. As I was reading reviews, they were like, aha, that was so funny, the good dark comedy. I didn't laugh once. I didn't realize there were jokes being made. I was, I just felt so claustrophobic and kind of just like off-put by the entire thing. Did you, you love dark comedy. I laughed okay. one time. And that was just because it was in the, the children's hospital when he dropped the gun. Mm-hmm. And he covered it up. And then he looked at the kid and he would like get a little like yeah. shush sign. And the kid hilarious. does a finger gun at him. Yeah, yeah. So that was funny. See, that was the one time I, I laughed gr- because the the rest of the time I was just like kind of like tensed and horrified because I was I knew I knew how bad this was gonna get and like seeing this poor bastard get like beat on and like just the 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 abuse that these fucking kids gave him in the street and the random people in the subway like that was the most unrealistic part of the whole movie but it was still horrifying. Yeah, I I didn't laugh. Yes. I didn't realize there was jokes being made. Like someone I read someone say that when the little person couldn't get out cuz the lock was locked that they like they're like what a funny moment. And See, I was like that was funny to you like I See, was I don't think that's a funny moment but I did I did like a nervous laughter in that moment. It was kind of like a ha like I was watching between I just had to like let like stress <laughs> out because it was such a like I felt like that was a perfectly joker moment. Where, like, you don't know what he's going to do. And he, like, reaches for the guy to scare him. And then he, like, gets up and unlocks the door and opens it and then closes it. And is like, oh, you mm-hmm. were nice to me. Kisses him on the head and opens it. So, like, I let out a laugh there. But it was more just a way to let off stress. I was watching Between My Eyes. Yeah. For, first time, Between My Eyes, like, just, like, saying no, 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 no. Because I liked him. He was a nice, nice guy. And then um, it was like a big sigh of relief when he actually ran out, and he fucking bolted. It was amazing. Uh, second time watching it, yeah, it was it was humorous because you knew he wasn't gonna do anything to him. It was kind of like, oh, that's kind of. At no point was it like laugh all out, or I wouldn't even say funny at all. But it was it was it seemed like a more light, like more human moment from Joker to say like he's not yeah. a monster. Yeah. 
Uh, he's just clinically insane, and but he has he has grounding in some like if you don't treat him wrong, he won't treat you wrong. So I want to talk about theater experiences here because that kind of goes with mine. My mm-hmm. like the pe- group I was with, we were all kind of felt the same way as you, Jimmy. Where it was like very stressful, and it just didn't seem like it's supposed to be a funny movie in any way, besides for maybe two or three moments throughout. Mm-hmm. My entire theater, though, was, like, laughing and clapping and cheering him on when he was doing fucked up stuff. New York City's And fucked. it was just, like, the most unsettling thing. I was like, I, you guys don't understand what kind of movie this is. It's supposed to be horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're ready to get into that. Um, well, did, just theater experience, guys... and then we can get into that. I had, like, that. no one there. All the little kids were watching little kid movies. Um, and I... And I was in the back row so I could take notes on my phone and stuff. But no one laughed in my theater at anything. It was just it was literally just a silent. Like there's probably ten of us there and it was okay. very silent. Mm-hmm. That's probably a better way to watch the, it, I feel like. The smaller the theater, the less audience reaction you're gonna get. Because if you get like a big crowd and one person starts laughing, that's gonna bleed out and some people yeah, yeah. are gonna get lightened up about it. It's a tell me how to feel you know, society um, we live what in. What was Okay. So before exactly. we get into all the controversy Wait. around this. No, 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 I have one more question. Okay. Your your reaction when he shot the hated it. I wanted. To, uh, I mean, I you knew to, it was did coming. You, did you see yeah. that coming? Yeah. I, well, he, the whole time he was gonna, he oh, was no, going to kill himself. I know. I I knew it was I, coming. I was I was I was surprised. I I believe he like actually was going to kill himself until he was like backstage listening to it and they were like laughing at him again. They played the clip of him again and then he was like, "No, fuck these guys." Yeah. yeah. Um, from that moment on. That would I really to... hated the movie, and I, I wanted to get out of the theater. Really, I, I have anxiety, and it's getting worse and worse as I get older. And I don't, I don't know. I, I don't like uh, this stuff. Like, I don't like, oh. I don't like in movies making riots, making this guy the hero at all. Because some impressional, but I don't think he was like the hero. Like, oh, some impressional right. kid is. That that gets beat right, up and suffers. Before we is, get into the whole gonna... controversy and everything, mm-hmm. um, are do you guys want to adjust your scores? Yeah, I want to drop my mine from an eighty-five to an eighty-one. Too much doubt. Eighty-one. I'm gonna bump Not mine to a clarity. ninety-two. Ninety-two. Okay, so we have our three scores. Popcorn. My, I'm going up just because of like. The I don't think you can things. change. Like, I don't think you can I change. I love the popcorn. chaos. I'm gonna keep it a four. The only the reason I go for is be- because okay. the reason I go for is because like I said like I felt real bad after the end like I didn't enjoy like yes I felt like that, that, that's why I went and like oh my god get me half. out of public places and then um, at one point I checked the runtime and that's always a sign that like it's not a five okay that's fair like I said I don't yep. have it a five or even a four for the same reason. I just like afterwards I had to like go to a bar and like calm my nerves because I was so stressed from the movie, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Like the movies, movies that make you feel things, good or bad, are doing. It their was job. designed that way. That's how I wanted you to feel. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into all the controversy of well, as we get into all the controversy of like. All these news outlets for the last month being like, "There's going to be a shooting." Because oh, is of this. there? There's going to be a shooting. Be- I don't. Yeah. It's been like a massive thing for like the last month and a half in like movie review sites. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know that. That's. I didn't know there was people well, that yes. thinking the way I think. But it was it was a hundred like it was one reviewer who saw the movie who started it, and the rest of the people who saw the movie were like, "It's actually more about like taking care of people with mental health." 
But then it like was driving clicks, so it became this huge thing, which I mm-hmm. absolutely hate. And I actually did research for the podcast for like the first time ever. So <laughs> Scientific American, Psychology Today, and Harvard have all independently done studies that conclude that violent movies and violent video games and violence in media reduce the impulse for violence in individuals because it gives them like a creative outlet just to see it. And so they don't actually act upon it. And that crazy people will find influences wherever. Like you, everyone knows about like, what is it? Um, Catcher in the Rye, which led to somebody shooting John Lennon. Or Fight Club, where somebody like built some homemade bombs from that. But then there's like the foundation novels, which are like uplifting sci-fi, which led to a terrorist attack. It's nothing to do with terrorism. Uh, Project X kid party movie led to people committing murders over parties uh interview with a vampire and what we do in the shadows led to murders and drinking blood like crazy people are going to find influences no matter where like they're going to find the influence to justify their actions so i don't think you should censor media or not have movies just because people are going to find yeah i don't think you can censor media um i just don't like it I mean, we had James Holmes who went to a Batman movie dressed like the Joker and murdered. Well, that, that's also yeah. not true. He, or he went to the J- Batman movie and murdered people. Wasn't dressed as the Joker. He just had dyed well, hair. That was actually a rumor started by a well, police officer. Was, I mean, he had dyed hair and like... He was dressed as SWAT. Yeah. yeah. To blend in with them. He didn't... Like a police officer said he... That the guy said, oh, I connect with the Joker. All I'll say is... They caught the guy all alive. All I'll say is... I, I, I much rather movies where the the uh, mentally protagonist where the protagonist like this guy was mentally ill and society was fucking terrible to him and uh, when he retaliates to society by murder and then he and then society claims him as a hero I just don't like it like I don't know I sound, I know I sound like a little bitch or whatever like you're manly well, no but like I, I, I just like I'm like no, this movie, I don't no, like this. But the, the movie shows, like, that he wasn't right about it, though. At the end, he's in an insane asylum killing people, and, like, he's clearly in the wrong. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, man. Uh, do we... Now that I'm thinking more about that last scene, was that... Because he did end up in, in the insane asylum. Was that, like, car accident and then being hailed as a hero? Ah, was that, you have the that, whole movie in his head. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm going to choose to believe that was real. Um, it wasn't society that accepted him. It was the it was the the rundown, beaten part of society. It was the people that um, were being ignored. I, they were being like surrounded by trash because the rich people couldn't figure out how to pay the trash people. You know, it was it was it was a lot more than just one guy being like, "Hey, this is a good idea," and everyone was like, "Yeah, let's do this." It was more of like a and a lot more uh, of it was spurt, like, spurred on by Thomas Wayne in the movie. Like, they asked yes. him about it. Like, oh, some people aren't that mad because it was, like, Wall Street bros. And he's like, well, if these people are going to not think that Wall Street bros should, like, deserve it, uh, deserve a life, then they're clowns and we're going to look down on you because we're, we're better than you and we have more money. And then the riot started. They made him a bad guy, which is interesting. On. Yeah, I yeah, like. I did like. I liked that. It was a new way to, uh, like portray him because he's always portrayed as kind of like the shining light of Gotham that was taken down in his prime. 
Well, because that's that's from the point of view of his son, who was like eight when he was murdered, and so of course he's going to think of his dad as like the best guy. Yeah. So it's kind of nice seeing like the real story. I mean, obviously this isn't a real story; it could be. Uh, it's just this version, but it's it's kind of nice seeing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other half, the reason why, like, what pushed this guy to become the Joker? It's not all roses up on top. Yeah. I also thought the ending was like I, big, but it, I was just expecting something different. I guess. I think I was expecting him to become the Joker in the second act and then something superhero mm. movie-esque to be the third act, like a chase and a chase scene or an elaborate plan where, like, it goes back and forth. I will say and that. And instead that. it was, you know, one, the first and second act kind of felt the same act. It was just life sucks for him. And then at the very end, it flipped. And then the movie was over. Well, I think there's, there's a good, like, breaking... Like, the first act is life sucks for him, yes. But then I think it ends with him losing access to his, like, medicine and shooting those three guys. Oh, that's the second act starts right when he shoots those three guys, for sure. Yeah, and then the second act is him spiraling and then, like, fully being off his meds. And then the third act is him as the Joker. Yeah, so when he killed those guys, I I thought it was going to be more like Cat Mouse after that. Yeah. I wish there was a moment, like, after, like, he if if, if the movie keeps going, if they cut out some of the little things in between... And they had another half hour, and it's of the police chasing after Joker, and he's got his little army of minions and shit like that, like going, like creating chaos. And then you see him get captured and thrown into the asylum. I could have used I could have used, used some actual Joker like antics at the end. I don't like. I like just cap it off. I I, I agree that, that would have been, been cool nice. to see, but I just think it was such like a character study, and like an interesting sure. thing that was fully focused on Arthur Fleck. That you would have had to have, a, like a police character that was introduced much earlier that you actually like spend time with, that would have like pulled, Gordon. yeah, but like would have pulled away from spending time with him. Yeah, no. Um, so this takes into account like the what you said it was supposed to be like a a taxi driver too. Mm-hmm. This would make much more sense, but when you add the Joker aspect, there's more, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Expectation to have these sorts of things in there. Yeah. That's all. Um, still loved it. Still, still, still solid. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about you know what we tweaks that would have been kind of cool, that's that's one of them. Yeah. So Rotten Tomatoes, what do you guys think this is at for critic score? Oh, I have no idea. I think critics. Oh, this movie to me, oh, I'm, to me it seems like the public would be like that was critically great, which makes the critics critique it harder and might drop it or the critics i am gonna say it won the venice film festival like their award for best film of the yeah year. but see that those film festivals, film festivals they love movies that make you feel uneasy like oh uh, that had the mm-hmm. whole crowd in a frenzy and then it's like extra points so <laughs> I, i'm gonna go uh, 85 sheen i'm gonna go lower no, I'm saying I'm gonna, critics are going to go higher. I think this is going to be one of the critics love, but the audience is going to be like, majority of people who go there are expecting an actual Joker like superhero movie, but what they got was like a, a movie with actual feeling and content. And like, so I think I'm going to go 89 for critic. Critics is a 68. Ah. Oh, shit. What? That's surprising. Audience scores? 89. I'm going to go 70. So after 40,089 verified viewing and rankings, it is at 90%. 
Yeah, whenever whenever the so public likes just, it so much, the critics are going to try and figure out what they don't like about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I have one last question for you guys. Mm-hmm. If Ben Affleck was in this movie, who would he be? Oh, he wasn't. He'd this movie. be uh, one of the clowns that's mean to him, or the clown boss. No, he he would have been the uh, the Wall Street guy. Oh yeah, the bully. Yeah. Ooh, I could see that. Or one of the detectives. They did that scene poorly, in my opinion. Like yeah. The whole throwing stuff at the girl, and then the way those bully guys were like singing and bullying him, it just it didn't like. It felt like this isn't. Real. The whole movie was pretty based in realism. Oh boy, am I excited for you to move to New York? Well, I know, I, I, <laughs> I know, but the singing part threw me. Like that's what the fucks. No, they were drunk and they're they're like terrorizing this this obviously crazy yeah clown. True. Uh, yeah. It. All oh, right. Man. Well, I think that oh. wraps up this review of Joker. Does it? That's it. That's it. You That's got it. anything for the viewers? Yeah. Listeners, they don't view anything. No. Thanks for thanks for listening, guys. What? Uh, Jeremy Renner's a bad guy. Yeah, thank sucks. you. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's a bummer. We'll talk about that on the next headliners. Damn. Oh, wait. You know, what I just said Ar- that Affleck was in it. So the Joker's name is Arthur Fleck. It's A. Fleck. Some people are thinking that I was a nod to him being Batman at the time. A fl- what's a Fleck? Affleck. No, because Affleck. this was like the screenplay was written like before he was. Batman. My final thoughts are: if this was Taxi Two, it's much better than if this is Joker. I like that. All right. Well, we will see cool. you guys later this week. On a head- for headliners. Love y'all. Bye bye.